H1B guy here, and today, the H1B guy news for the week ending November 5th, 2021. Today I'll discuss travel ban is a thing of the past, proposed H1B fee increases, and H1B visa filings trended down in 2020. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguide.com. Today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, Path to Canada, and Perm-Ads.com. Now, the news. Well, as we eagerly await what will and will not be included in the Build Back Better Act, the misdirection continues. As I've said many times, Magicians specialize in the art of deception. We continue to be given this misdirection and illusion, and only time is undefeated. And we'll soon find out how long it takes for the wolf to really show itself. Here are the news stories that interested me most this week. November 1st, 2021, written by Augusta Shreva for Bloomberg, titled, Short of workers, U.S. industry is eager for borders to reopen. Quote, the State Department issued 850,000 non-immigrant work visas between March 2020, when COVID-19 forced borders and consulates to shut down, and July 2021, according to research by Alex Narasta at the Cato Institute. That's less than half the number in the previous 17 months. Manufacturers have turned to foreign labor to fill gaps left by retirement of mid-skilled baby boomers and the shift toward automation. The U.S. could have 2.1 million unfilled manufacturing positions by the end of the decade, costing the country's economy more than $1 trillion, according to a May study by Deloitte and the Manufacturing Institute. Companies with international operations can transfer their existing, via, their existing workers via L1, Others who wanted to bring mid-skilled foreign talent labor can petition for H-2B visa spots. The program allows for up to 88,000 seasonal workers of all skill levels, excluding agriculture, to come into the country each year. November 8, 2021 will merely be a dot on the historical timeline, but it could be a date that marks the return to what is normal in the COVID era of immigration. Worker shortages are widely reported, but there are many that dispute their validity. From agra to tech to hospitality and everything in between, they are all hiring. How long will it continue? And will November 8th, 2021 be the benchmark for when we begin to see the hiring demands subside? I personally don't believe that will be the case. I do, however, firmly believe we're going to see a significant increase in contingency labor as we move into 2022. November 1st, 2021, Stuart Anderson for Forbes in an article titled New Increase for H-1B Visa Fees Further Shatters Cheap Labor Myth. Quote, section 6,004, or excuse me, section 60,004 
provides that fees collected under subtitle A shall be deposited into the general fund of treasury and may not be waived. This section also establishes additional supplemental fees as follows. $100 for certain family-based immigrant visa petitions, Form I-130. $800 for each employment-based immigrant visa petition, Form I-140. $15,000 for each employment-based fifth preference petition, Form I-526. $19 for each I-94 to I-94W issued to non-immigrants who enter the United States. $250 for each F-1 and M-1 non-immigrant student and J-1 exchange visitor to be paid by the approved educational institution or designated exchange visitor, visa pro visitor program. $500 for each application to replace an LPR card that has expired or is expiring. $500 for each petition for E, H-1B, L, O, or P status, Form I-129. $500 for each application to change or extend non-immigrant status, Form I-539. <clears throat> and $500 for applications for employment authorization, Form I-765, filed by spouses of certain non-immigrants, students seeking optional practical training, and applications for adjustment of status. $75 for each approved non-immigrant visa. With the fee increase, a company may spend as much as $31,800 for the cost of filing an initial H-1B petition for three years and an extension for an additional three years. Many times I've presented to businesses and professional organizations that are interested in finding out more about H-1B sponsorship. I discussed that on average, they can expect to invest between $20,000 to $30,000 over the employment life of one H-1B visa employee. My calculations have always included employment-based green card sponsorship as part of the overall cost. With the increase in fees, calculations for the overall cost of an H-1B employee could now be well north of the previously estimated $30,000. I've always challenged my clients with this question. How much will it cost you and your organization to leave the position unfilled if you're not able to sponsor for the right candidate? Their inability to answer that question is exactly the answer. Time and productivity can be very difficult to place numerical values on. While this language may not be included in the final version of the Build Back Better Act, it is very clear that USCIS is seeking funding increases and will do so in every manner they can, including significant fee increases. November 4th, 2021, Chloe Liu for Cape Cod Times. H-1B visas in limbo amidst COVID and lingering immigration policies. Quote, USCIS data indicates that most health care petitions in Massachusetts, both initial and continuing, were approved in 2019. The top four employers with the highest approvals and lowest denials in 2019 were all in STEM field and primarily healthcare employers with three hospitals at the top of the list. The top five employers with the highest denials were primarily in the consulting and accounting fields, with large firms like Deloitte, the Boston Consulting Group, and Bain & Company in the mix. These trends, a higher chance of denial for consulting firms and higher chance of approval for healthcare employers, were only more heavily emphasized in 2020 with COVID in the mix. The pandemic shut down the freedom of travel and took several industries with it, including consulting. The overall number of process petitions fell in 2020 when compared to the year before per USCIS, and the total number of petitioning employers decreased as well 
with 2,815 employers filing applications in Massachusetts in 2019 compared to 2,380 in 2020. An overall math problem between the insufficient number of people to meet the demand for corporate America, particularly in STEM disciplines, American companies are struggling to hire recent graduates because a majority of students in the U.S. STEM programs are foreign nationals. I thought this was great coverage on very state-specific petitions for initial and continuing H-1B employment and denials for 2019 and 2020. I'd be willing to bet that this data is similar for the other 49 states too. A higher chance for H-1B denial for consulting firms is a fact that cannot be missed. The third-party in-client worksite continues to be a point of contention. The article closes strongly, driving home the point of how a shortage in STEM graduates is forcing employers to consider sponsorship or risk their hiring needs go unfilled. That's a difficult decision to make, especially when faced with an estimated 31000 plus in cost to do so over the employment lifespan of the H-1B visa employee. For the full post on the H-1B Guy news for the week ending November 5th, 2021, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and a local resource for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad or $1,000 per month, regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. And by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will gladly help you navigate the process. If you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to use the link in the video description below. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.